Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So here's a question for you. Is the crypto market dead or are we just in consolidation? Now, trust me, this isn't any type of clickbait title or anything like that. This is a real conversation that we had in the live room the other day, and I want to continue it here on the Trading Coach Podcast. By the way, if you haven't done so already, you can check out the live room each and every day on the YouTube channel, or at least Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays as we live stream the first pair that we go through. Or if you want to enjoy the entire experience of both the New York and the London live room, you can sign up for a 14-day trial membership over at www.tier1trading.com. You get a lot of other cool stuff as well, but part of that feature is access to both the New York and the London live trading room sessions. So... The other day we were looking at the markets, it was um, a day, it was a week of high impact news events. We had uh, jobs numbers coming out on Wednesday and Friday. We had a FOMC statement. We had a Fed interest rate hike. We had a Bank of England interest rate hike as well. So kind of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday were all full of high impact news events. And typically what happens in the market is when you have a lineup like that coming up, no one wants to kind of you know, show their hand until the information comes out. So the markets are dead. So we're looking around the normal Forex portfolio. We're looking around a few indices and whatnot. And then finally, at the end of kind of my my watch list are a few cryptocurrencies, right? I don't personally trade them, but a few of the traders I work with do. So we typically look at Bitcoin. We'll look at Ethereum. We'll look at um, Ripple, stuff like that. And we're looking at these cryptos. And I noticed that just like in the Forex market, nothing was going on and really i haven't had a an idea to share on any type of crypto in a few months now and it led to me asking the question is the crypto market dead or are we just in some type of consolidation now when i say dead right don't you know go out there and make this headlines or anything like that i don't mean like it's dead it's going to go to zero or anything like that but i mean dead as far as movement right if you paid attention to let's say bitcoin for example you know what it came into existence uh, i think what 2012 somewhere around there 2011 and basically it's been a straight line up until 2022 for the last 10 years and within the last two years, or 2021, I should say, the last two years, we've been kind of consolidative. And most recently in, in this year, the, the later half of 2022, we've been in a sideways shuffle where there's been absolutely zero directional movement. And I have this theory about markets and it goes like this, right? This has been kind of my theory on crypto the entire time, because obviously I work in the trading space. I get lots, uh, lots of questions about different kind of financial topics. And crypto is one that I am not an expert on. Crypto is also one that I'm not a fan of. Right. And, and this doesn't mean that you shouldn't be a fan of it. And this doesn't mean that you should be or shouldn't be a fan of trading it because trading and investing are two different things. Right. Trading, you don't really care about any type of long-term outlook you're looking to get in get yours and get out really short term right 
investing that's where you actually have an investment in something you actually value something and you're betting on its performance long into the future right so from a trading perspective i've never had any problem with any cryptocurrencies right because lots of movement as you know as traders movement causes opportunities opportunities give us the chance to profit if we know what we're doing from an investment standpoint the problem that i've always had and i understand speculation don't get me wrong i i grew up i started as a stock investor before i got into trading so i definitely understand speculation aspect of it but the part that i couldn't grip my head around was the long-term actual usage i know the theories and the ideas out there but for me and my research and in my opinion on it i just don't see a long-term usage usage specifically for like a bitcoin i'm not saying digital currency but specifically a bitcoin to the point where it's gonna i guess you know pay off of the value that people are putting into it and without that long-term usage eventually it will come back down as kind of the the outlook sort of fades right so that's been my long-term investment view on bitcoin but from a trading perspective i've also kind of categorized bitcoin as being like or crypto in general i keep saying bitcoin but crypto in general as being the the young immature asset right you kind of have like we can go beyond stocks, but let's just start with stocks here if we make it simple. We have stocks as like the old grandfather, the old grandmother in the room, right? You have the the forex market is kind of being like uh, you know the aunt, the uncle, kind of kind of middle aged or whatnot. And you have Bitcoin as the young one. And what I've typically seen with markets is this: the younger a market is, the more immature it acts. Right? When I say immature in a, a trading perspective. I mean that it's very volatile, right? A lot of volatility, a lot of directional movement here, a lot of directional movement there, a lot of flashy headlines there, and people are reacting to every single move it makes. And if you think about Bitcoin or any type of cryptocurrency out there, right, what is the general thing, at least in the past, right? We get some type of headline that comes out, everyone rushes, gotta buy crypto, gotta buy crypto, gotta buy crypto, and then it has this massive, like, you know, thousand percent spike up, and then it fades off for a little bit, and then same thing happens, right? We go the opposite way, some bad news comes out, everyone fears, and then we repeat the process, right? And it's very emotional, meaning that it moves probably more than it should off of the news that comes out that's related to it, but that's because it's new. People still see it as kind of I'm getting in at the ground. I don't want to miss this opportunity. Um, I don't want to be late. I already see what we've done from 2012 to, to 2016. I don't want to miss that type of move again. So I got to rush in as quickly as I can. I got to, you know, take out a home equity loan so I can put some money in the markets and get exposure to this next thousand pip move, right? That is the idea. So it's not necessarily the asset that is immature. It's really those who are trading the asset. And you guys know my philosophy in the market. The price chart is nothing more to markets in general, or nothing more than a visual representation of the market's participants. So you see all these get rich quickers, you see all these gamblers, you see all these kind of novice traders that don't really know what they're doing, but they're kind of, you know, just running fast towards the next shiny thing. You see a lot of those type of people get involved with the actual speculators, right? With the actual investors that find value. And that's what helped pushes things up. But what happens over time is as we start to plateau as we start to reach that level of you know it's kind of become old news or maybe something else has come into the market to take its place you start or people start losing money that happens as well losing money or maybe not seeing the payoff and this is a good example going through 2020 to you know currently 2022 right now where 
we're at some really, really rough economic times, you see people start to take their money out of riskier investments because they, they need it for other things, right? And as we kind of go through that, what happens is we tend to weed out a lot of the gamblers, a lot of the risky investors that are just in it because their friend told them about it. And what's left is the actual traders, the actual investors that value it. And because those traders are more mature, they're more professional, they're less risky, they kind of actually know what they're doing, there's rhyme and reason to their process, you don't see these crazy moves. You still see moves in the market because people are still buying and selling, but you don't see this panic, you don't see this massive reaction to every little thing that comes out. And what, what that results in is really a, a more stabilized market. And I know this, or I shouldn't say I know this, but I, I feel this way, right? I don't know anything. Investors, we don't know anything, right? We just speculate. But I feel this way because I've seen this before in many different asset classes. Again, I got involved in stocks when I first started, and then soon after that, I got into Forex. And at the time, Forex was still relatively new. This was around, what, 2007. So Forex had been around for years, but it was only, I think, publicly available in what the late 90s i believe so we've only been able to kind of publicly trade it like retail traders for about a decade so in the bigger scheme it's still relatively new and i got involved in forex at a time where it was exactly the same as crypto it was you know euro this pound that bank of japan that and everything was wild and crazy if you look back at the charts you're gonna see some crazy directional swings from that you know probably all the way up to about what 2000 maybe 14 or something like that and then things started to level out, right? The volatility wasn't as high. We still haven't seen volatility to the measures that we saw back in that 2007, 2010 timeframe during the recession, 2012 perhaps, right? And it started to become a much stable market, right? And what happened is because Forex stopped being the new thing, people, again, it stopped being flashy. Gamblers started losing money. People started taking money out of it and realizing it's not a great investment tool or rather a trading tool. And they flocked to the next thing. And the next thing that came out, I remember it was popular because I started seeing YouTube ads all over the place, was binary options. And I've never looked at binary options, so I can't tell you what those charts look like, but I can imagine it was the same thing as crypto before crypto came, right? And then crypto came and the binary options fad was gone, right? And we see the same thing happen in every market. Um, now, I say this because this is very important, especially if you're a crypto trader, is understanding that markets do change and this is why no system no strategy works the same way forever you have to stay on your toes as a trader you have to adjust what you may have been doing in those high volatility times may not work in a more consolidative market right so this is why you have to be a skilled trader you can't just be someone that buys a magic strategy or finds a strategy on the the, the internet where two moving average crosses and a, a macd gives you diversions and you buy right you have to be more skilled and even if it's sticking with that same strategy being skilled enough to evaluate what's happening on the chart evaluate where your strategy is performing well at where it's performing poorly at and being able to make those adjustments that so you can survive with that same strategy in future markets now Back to the question we asked, is Bitcoin dead or are we just in consolidation? I don't know. The thing is, I want to lean towards it being dead. And again, dead doesn't mean done, but dead or price action. But there hasn't been the next thing that's come along yet in crypto. Also, something to take into account is historically, 
cryptocurrencies, and I'm looking at the Bitcoin chart right now, they have these periods of consolidation. Again, you know, we kicked off a, a massive directional move from right 2012 all the way to about what was it, 2014 or 2000, end of 2013, early 2014. And then we consolidated from 2014 and didn't make too high new highs until the next three years. Right. And then once again, we found the peak in uh, what, 2018, and then we consolidated and didn't make new highs until 2021. So we have these three year periods of consolidation historically before we break out to the upside. And if you look at the previous peak being here in 2021 and us being in consolidation since, maybe we're due for this consolidation until we get to 2023, 2024, and maybe we see that next boost. I don't know. But it is something to consider both ends of it, whether you're an investor or a trader, whether you're reading this consolidation as a chance to retool at a cheaper price and get involved before the next spike up, or if you're a trader who's thinking about reevaluating your trading strategy so that you can still be a profitable trader in this asset class. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode again. I'm not a Bitcoin expert or a crypto expert, so I'd love to hear your opinion on the case. Feel free to shoot me a DM on social media. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter. Or if you're listening to this on the YouTube channel, leave a comment below sharing your opinion. I'd love to revisit this with more knowledge, especially if you're someone that's in the crypto space and you have an opinion that is perhaps more knowledgeable than mine. So looking forward to seeing what you guys have to say. Until next time, plan your trade, trade your plan. Take care.